In the beginning, there was silence. Then came ham radio. And there came the great exchange of ideas that led to many new inventions like the cell phone and communications that leads to lifelong friendships from down the street to around the world with millions of other amateur radio operators. And today's ham radio is the best source of backup communications during disasters or emergencies. Ham radio is alive and well. Find out more and get in on all the action. From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. And with the national news for we're commencing June 5, 2022, I'm Graham VK4BB. This program recorded in Brisbane, Olympic City 2032. Yes, built on Australia's East Coast for Australian electronic enthusiasts and heard globally. Starting our news this week, murdered ham radio operator VK3VZP update. The man accused of killing two campers who disappeared whilst on a trip in the Victorian high country is facing delays in his case, a court has been told. Gregory Stewart Lynn is charged with two counts of murder and faced the Sale Magistrates Court for an administrative hearing on Tuesday. The 55-year-old is accused of killing Russell Hill and Carol Clay whilst they were camping at the Wanangatta Valley on March 20, 2020. The last known contact before they vanished was when Mr Hill, VK3VZP, was heard via HF radio stating he was in fact in the valley. In WIA News and Justin VK7 Tango Whiskey dropped a note to say, not sure if someone has highlighted that last WIA broadcast year was the highest number of callbacks since the formation of the national WIA. Well spotted, Justin, and so it's thanks again to all who tune each week. Not well spotted was the line in last week's news where Vice President Lee Moyle's item on Dayton and how he and fellow director Chris met with other national societies was self-funded and was not funded by the WIA. You'd be surprised at how many queries on this arrived at the news desk this week. So listen up once again. Good morning from WIA Vice President Lee Moyle, VK3GK. Last weekend, new WIA Director Chris Dimitrievic, VK3FY, and Lee Moyle, VK3GK, attended Dayton Hamvention in Ohio, USA. Director Chris and Lee took the opportunity to meet with other international peak body representatives such as the ARRL, RSGB, DARC, and IARU. They discussed the potential changes to our VK licensing structure, high-power proposals, examination processes, amongst many other things. Lee commented that it was great to meet ARRL President Rick Roderick, K5UR, and ARRL FCC Council David Siddle, K3ZJ. Early discussions were had about reciprocal licensing processes, along with CPT and HAREC compliance. The WIA will be following up on the ongoing Zoom meetings to solidify the relationships. Although this trip was partially uh, official WIA business, it was totally self-funded by both Chris and Lee, and as such, no WIA members' funds were used. So good luck and good DX for the weekend. That's it for this week. 7-3 from Lee, VK3GK. Thanks, Lee. And here in Australia, under-18s can now take ham radio exam online. Your WIA recently received official AMC documentation confirming a shift in amateur radio remote exam procedure. Previously, under the constraints of UTAS policy, 
anyone under the age of 18 years of age was unable to sit an online remote amateur radio exam session. Now, as you can imagine, this policy had quite a negative impact on the ability to bring youth into the amateur service, especially during the last two years during the COVID pandemic and lockdowns that ensured us face-to-face exam sessions were extremely restricted or just not allowed. This change will also be in conjunction to the proposed fully online examination service AMC have been proposing to be released for use later this year. The WIA thanks the AMC slash UTAS for their consideration in amending their exam policy, as this simple change is a big win for the AMC, AMC assessors, WIA and the Amateur Radio Service in Australia. Well done, those folk at the WIA. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason Victor Kilo 2 Lima Alpha Whiskey. Hello, leading this week's international news from Region 1, Golden Globe Race. This event sees boats endeavouring to circumnavigate the globe. The race starts from France the 4th of September. All entrants must navigate using only old technology, no GPS or computer laptop allowed, with only a sextant in hand and the stars to navigate the way around the globe. Participants will be allowed to use radio directional finding RDF navigation. The Irish Radio Transmitters Society was founded in 1932 and this year the society celebrates its 90th birthday. To mark the occasion, the society has secured the special call sign EI90IRTS. Since its initial use, the call sign has attracted multiple pile-ups on all bands and modes it's been used on. So, the one to tune for, EI90IRTS. Felix will have more DX news in a tick, so stay tuned for Felix's 4-2 tune when he opens his DX window. In news from Region 2, ARRL honoured by Masons in Newington, Connecticut. Freemasons of the Sequin Level Lodge Number 140, located in Newington, have recognised the ARRL with a presentation. The special recognition was organised and led by the Lodge's worshipful master, John Farson, Alpha Alpha One Echo Zulu, who is also a member of the ARRL staff, serving as a membership services representative in the Membership Marketing and Communications Department. Farson and his fellow Masons organised the event to recognise ARRL for its contribution to the Newington community and its role in serving ARRL members and radio amateurs worldwide. Newington Mayor Beth Del Buono participated in the presentation, issuing an official town proclamation honouring ARRL. While ARRL was established in Hartford in 1914, the association settled in Newington when construction started on a new headquarters station in 1937 on its current seven-acre site. Moving ARRL station to Newington followed President Hiram P. Maxim's death in February 1936, and the Great Flood in New England that destroyed the station located in Hartford a month earlier. The new station opened in 1938, operating with Maxim's call sign, Whiskey One Alpha Whiskey, which was granted to ARRL by the FCC as a permanent memorial to him. How will Superman get on? Well, it was a melancholy Monday this week in the Big Apple, as the last public payphone was uprooted from Midtown Manhattan near Times Square and hauled away like so much garbage. 
That ought to be in a museum, you're thinking. Well, don't worry, that's exactly where the last pair is headed. Back some eight years ago, the New York City mayor of the time started and pledged to move the concept of street-level public utility into the future. Since then, NYC's payphones have been systematically replaced with roughly 2,000 Wi-Fi kiosks that provide free domestic phone calls, device charging and, of course, internet access. They also give weather, transit updates and neighbourhood news. There are still a few private payphones around the city, so Superman still has some places to change. But if you need to make a phone call and have nowhere to turn, a Wi-Fi kiosk is the way to go. Last week here on WIA National News, WIA Vice President Lee, VK3GK, filled us in on his Dayton trip and mentioned the annual Dayton Contest Dinner. This saw the induction of two new members into the CQ Contest Hall of Fame. Recipient David Pascoe, KM3T, is well known for his championships and record scores, as well as his charitable work as a volunteer pilot for those with medical needs. Craig Thompson, K9CT, developer of the North American Collegiate Championship Program, was the other recipient. Recognised for his work with Contest University and numerous other initiatives. CQ's Amateur Radio Hall of Fame added seven new names, three of whom are silent keys. They are the late jazz pianist Robert Ringwald, K6YBV, Franklin Antonio, N6NKF, philanthropist and co-founder of chipmaker Qualcomm, Wolf Harranth, OE1WHC, stroke OE3WHC, Radio Austria International Broadcast Journalist. Scott Wright, K0MD, Mayo Clinic physician leading the team developing COVID-19 treatment with convalescent plasma. Peter Marks, AB3XC, the physician leading the team at the US Food and Drug Administration overseeing COVID-19 vaccines, treatment and testing. Les Kramer, WA3SGZ, developer of prosthetic devices for lower limbs. Ray Lewallen, W7EL, author of the Easy NEC antenna modelling software that has set standards for ham radio antenna design. Congrats all from here in the land down under. In news from Region 3, this story and the lander originated from Region 3 but concluding this week's international news, it's to the moon. Just how far would you be willing to go to get away from RFI? This story was originally filed for Amateur Radio Newsline by our own news editor, Graham, VK4BB. There were high hopes for the radio telescope aboard China's Chang'e 4 lander when it touched down on the dark side of the moon three years ago. Chinese scientists believed that such a remote, unilluminated location would be free of radio noise because the moon is a shield against RFI from the Earth. But they were wrong about the absence of noise altogether. However, the low-frequency radio spectrometer on board the lander's relay satellite cannot do its work to unlock the mysteries of the universe until another mystery is solved, how to block the noise from the moon lander's own radio emissions. Knowing early on that these emissions would pose an issue, scientists took preventive measures, but they apparently have not succeeded. One of the causes is apparently the electromagnetic leakage from the lander's power source. 
According to an academic paper cited in the South China Morning Post, the lander's noises are two to three times greater than the signals that the radio telescope had hoped to observe, and even block the strongest pulses emitted by the sun. Researchers are now studying a mathematical solution that they hope will boost the sensitivity of the radio telescope, which is designed to receive frequencies under 30 MHz. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Graham Kemp, VK4BB, and as an aside, according to Chinese mythology, their goddess of the moon bears the name Chang'e. RFI in the Shaky Isles. Recently, RSM had the opportunity to put one of their new remote RF sensors to the test. A licence holder in Wanganui was experiencing intermittent interference and tracking it down was proving difficult. After several trips, a radio investigator in Wellington decided it was time for a new approach. He installed one of the newly purchased RF sensors at the customer's premises and this allowed RSM to monitor and record spectrum remotely. Within a short amount of time, they were able to dial into the receiver and analyse the spectrum. RSM were able to determine a nearby transmission was active whenever the interference occurred. Using this information, the customer was able to locate the offending transmitter and install appropriate filters. This was a great result for both the customer and RSM and a fantastic example of how remote spectrum monitoring can reduce interference resolution time. For VK1WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Now contest-wise, 2022. International CQ Pride Contest on now, June 4-6. New Worldwide Digital Contest also June 4-6. VK Shires Contest 11 June 2022. WIA VHF UHF Field Days Winter 2022. 0200 hours UTC Saturday 25 June through 0159 hours UTC Sunday 26 June. Dippers in BK6. IAA HF World Championship next contest is July 9 and 10. WIA Trans-Tasman Low Band Contest, 16 July 2022. The Trans-Tasman Contest, held on the third weekend in July, aims to encourage low band activity between VK and ZL. RSGB IOTA Contest is July 13, 31. WIA RD or Day Contest, 2022 at Saturday, Sunday, August 13 and 14. Alara Contest, August 27, 28. WIA NZIAT Oceania Contest. Phone, first weekend in October, 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. CW, second full weekend in October, 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. WIA VHF UHF Field Days. Spring 2022 is in November. DX Window The 4 to tune are VK90 ABC an Aussie station celebrating 90 years of the national broadcaster and is operating all year. Rainer using the call sign TO2AZ from Basseterre Island, Guadeloupe between May 27 and June 10. Rainer will operate 40 to 10 metres including 30, 17 and 12 metres using CW and SSB. QSL to his home call DL2AAZ. 
JB0YU is on the air from Mongolia until the 10th of June on the HF and VHF UHF bands using CWSSB and FT8 in the expedition mode. QSL via RW6HS. Listen for Rafael EA5XV who hopes to be on the air from Panama as EA5XV stroke HP1 June 28 to September 12th. Listen for him on SSB. Send QSLs to his home call, EA5XB. For BK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ in Ingham. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. Here in Toowoomba, be sure to listen in on 146.750, the VK4RDD repeater, at 9am on Sunday mornings. I'm Dave, VK4DAK. Hi, Graham, VK4BB stepping in again, this time with an item about submitting news items. This is a reminder that when supplying WIA news with Hamfest info, we obviously can't plug commercial traders on air, but we at the WIA will put your supporters in the text edition, Simples. If you'd like to submit news items for inclusion in the VK1WIA broadcasts, please email your item in text to nationalnews at wia.org.au and don't just send URLs, links, etc., but take the time to pen your contribution. To submit audio, read How to Submit Items in the weekly news page. And we would appreciate items no longer than two minutes in length, as we do only have a half-hour time slot window. Remember, the sooner you do submit material, the more the likelihood of it being broadcast in the very next edition of WIA National News. Each item will only be broadcast once. If you want a couple of mentions, please submit different slants to keep your event fresh. And always, if the newsroom is to read your item, write the text in the third person. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3GTV. Hello and welcome to winter. Worldwide special interest group news, summits on the air, worldwide flora and fauna program, parks on the air and other adventure groups. First POTA activation in West Bengal in India. A three-person team has activated the first island park, VU0107, Sabuji Provincial Recreational Area. The team comprised VU3XRY, VU3YDA, VU3JXF, and made several contacts using 20, 40, 15 and 10 metre bands. Digital communication was also practised using FT8. The event was supported by West Bengal Radio Club and Parks on the Air India community. Arunava Day, VU3XRY, says he's delighted to let you know that every day new parks are being added and all the Indian ham community will support this poter activity and take the hobby to the fields. The hobby of amateur radio and portable operating in particular will receive some high-profile coverage this Sunday, the 5th of June, on national UK television. The long-running BBC Countryfile program airs at 6pm on the main BBC One channel 
and will be based from Flathome Island in the Bristol Channel. The location can claim to be the birthplace of radio, as it was the site of Myconi's first radio transmissions overseas. Presenters will be with leading Summits on the Air operator Ben Lloyd, GW4BML, as he sets up a portable station on the island in order to contact SOTER activators on hill and mountain summits around the world. Special Interest Group News, Alara. Don't forget that Alara contest Felix told us about. The Alara contest for this year happens August 27 and 28 under the guidance of Alara contest manager Maria, VK5MAZ. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV, tinyurl.com forward slash WIA hyphen news hyphen videos. That link is a video version of this news compiled each week by VK5BD Bevan. If you missed the link details, no problem. You can find it on the news page at wia.org.au or search Bevan's YouTube channel by his call sign VK5BD. Remember to click like and you can also subscribe to be notified when Bevan uploads each week's video and it can also be seen on amateur TV stations. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. We have lots of OTA acronyms here and here's another one. NOTA, NASA on the air. It's back. Amateur radio club stations at NASA field centres have reactivated joint operations. The Jet Propulsion Laboratory Amateur Radio Club is on the air with two special event stations, W6JPL and W6VIO. The NASA on the Air, NOTA 2022 special event runs through till December 31st. NOTA 2022 is coordinated across all of NASA Center Amateur Radio Clubs, and you can verify your NOTA 2022 contacts and download your NOTA 2022 certificate made with the NASA Amateur Radio Clubs at the link in this week's WIA News Text Edition. With over a dozen differing sites and clubs, instead of reading them all out again, I direct you to read our text news at wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA, Islands on the Air, ZL7, Chatham Island. Jeff, K5WE will be active as ZL7 slash K5WE from the north coast of Chatham Island beginning September 7th through September 21st, 2022. He'll operate all bands 160 through to 10 metres using CW, FT8, FT4, SSB and RITI modes, QSL via club logs OQRS or K5WE. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Old Timers. With the latest RAOTC news, it's over now to Clive, VK6CSW. Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6 Charlie Sierra Whiskey, reminding you that tomorrow is the first Monday of the month, time for the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's June Bulletin to go to air. As well as the latest club news, this month's talks are entitled Humboldt, a Forgotten Scientist, Arabian Highways and What is Light? Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is most welcome to listen to the program and to join in the callbacks afterwards. There are many different transmission frequencies, times and modes. To find one that best suits you, visit the RAOTC website www.raotc.org.au 
or just Google REOTC broadcasts for full details. If none of the transmission times suit you, you can download the audio file at any time from today from the website. Members and friends of the REOTC in Perth are reminded that the next lunchtime meeting at the Bayswater Hotel is on Tuesday, June the 14th. All are welcome, but if you'd like more details, please email coordinator philvk6zko at pbcasper at bigpond.com. That's Papa, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Sierra, Papa, Echo, Romeo, pbcasper at bigpond.com. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Thanks, Clive. Once again, tune in tomorrow for the June RAOTC Bulletin. Enjoy the program and please join in the callbacks afterwards. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Yota, Youngsters on the Air. As we've heard here on WIA National News, recent discussions by WIA with ACMA and AMC have enabled AMC, University of Tasmania, to amend their amateur radio examination policy to allow under-18s to sit exams via remote. The WIA thanks the AMC UTAS for their consideration in amending their exam policy, as this simple change is a big win for the AMC. AMC assessors, WIA and the Amateur Radio Service in Australia. Now over to IARU Region 2, Youth on the Air Camp 2022 on the air and streaming selected events. The Camp for Young Amateur Radio Operators in North, Central and South America will operate special event station W8Y throughout the camp from June 12 to 17 and will stream the opening and closing ceremonies on YouTube. Yota campers will be operating special event station W8Y from both the National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting in Ohio as well as the Camp Hotel. The opening and closing ceremonies will be streamed live on the Youth on the Air YouTube channel. The opening ceremony is Sunday, June 12, from 2100 Zulu to 2230 Zulu and will feature keynote speaker Dr. Nathaniel Frizzell, W2NAF, the founder of Ham SCI. The closing ceremony is Friday, June 17, from 1700 Zulu to 1800 Zulu. The channel will also feature a daily highlight video spotlighting the activities of the previous day. For additional information, please contact Camp Director Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. And now with further Yoda news from our area, here's Alec, VK2APC. Thank you, Cole. Yoda Oceananet. There is a net for us Yoda operators every Monday starting at 0700 UTC, which is 5 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Net control is Thomas ZL3TOM operating ZL6 Yoda. Amateurs of all ages are welcome to join the net as it's for young and experienced amateur radio operators alike who want to have a place to be and have fun. We talk about technology and what has been happening in the tech world. We also discuss the latest radio-related news and help those who need help with their tech issues or to offer advice on a project someone is running or their technology gadgets. Operators are free to share their own news and even what they have been working on too. You can join the net through Echolink, Allstar or IRLP. Please see the text edition of the news for connection details and the website for more information. 
For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Alec, VK2 APC in Sydney. Now back over to you, Cole. Thanks, Alec. Now on to Worldwide Special Interest Group, Military. Recordings of military transmissions can be found on the Signal Identification Guide wiki in our text editions. Expedition to the five Normandy's landing beaches. On air this week, but concluding today, June 5, Mary has been active as F5 PFP Portable from the five Normandy landing beaches, which for World War II were named Sword, Juno, Gold, Utah and Omaha. Also with a military theme from Malta is 9H6CAP, commemorating the 80th anniversary of the destruction of the Capuchin Monastery and the church in a World War II bomb attack in Floriana, Malta, and ceases operations June 30th. QSL via 9HICJ direct only. And that wraps up the segment for this week. And speaking of wrapping up, I trust everyone is nice and warm, especially those facing chilly weather in the southern states. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. And here we be, the 2022 social scene, with a little one for 2023 thrown in for good measure. And we've got a new one in the calendar. It happens in VK3. It's the Rosebud Radio Fest. Happens at 9.30am November the 20th. Then, next weekend, in VK2, the Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's Field Day. And in VK5, Australian Fox Hunting Championship and the Serg Convention. That happens at Mount Gambier. Then, the one I mentioned in 2023, Alara Meet 2023, happens November 4th and 5th of November. It happens in Hobart. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4, Baker Baker. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.